Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson, welcoming you to the December 30th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. As always, today's show is brought to you by my consulting firm, Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, as well as for the month of December, the Augusta Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and the Alpha Chi Lambda Chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. They, just like myself, want to make sure that you are ready when you cast that ballot. So our goals are not just that you vote, but that you vote and know what you're doing when you cast that vote and that you're prepared to make the best decision for yourself. Today, my guest is Mr. Daniel Blackman. He is a candidate for the Georgia Public Service Commission. Uh, But before we get to him, I want to point out a few things related to that task of making sure that you are prepared to vote uh, and to tell you about some upcoming activities that are happening in our community this week. The first thing to remember is that tomorrow is your last day to vote. That is the last day of advanced voting is Thursday, December 31st, which is New Year's Eve. Of course, you have the balance of the day today and you've got tomorrow. If you don't make it to the polls by the close of business, which is 6 p.m. for voting purposes, if you don't make it to the polls by uh, 6 p.m. on tomorrow, you will be voting on the actual election day, which is your final day. And that is Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. So far, a number of you have turned out. I had a chance to analyze the numbers in the very first week of early voting. 10,397 people cast their ballots. The following week, which was a short week, Christmas week, it was only 4,6100. And then returning this week on Monday, December 28th, there were over 4,200 people that cast their ballots at the advanced voting locations. So, so far, almost 19,000 people through the close of business on Monday in Richmond County have voted. Uh, But please, let's keep that up to make sure that we achieve a good turnout. A few things uh, to remind you of in terms of voting. Uh, the Bell Auditorium had been the only advanced voting location that was open. However, uh, now for this week, the other locations include the Henry Brigham Center on Golden Camp Road, Diamond Lakes, the Robert Howard Community Center there in uh, South Augusta, uh, Warren Road uh, Recreation Center. Uh, All total. So four locations where you can go on tomorrow to cast that ballot if you haven't. I also remind you that if you have an absentee ballot at this point, do not try to mail that in, please. Uh, Please take that to one of the drop box locations. Those include all of the advanced voting locations, plus the municipal building at 535 Telfair Street, as well as the Augusta Service Center, which is where uh, Augusta Utilities and the Tax Commissioner's Office are located on Peach Orchard Road in what used to be the Ballow Shopping Center. There is now a KJ's there. Uh, So that is another location where you can drop off that ballot. 
Uh, I would not chance it with getting the ballot mailed in with this short uh, time period we have because the absentee ballots have to be received by 7 p.m. on Tuesday, January 5th. So please hand deliver those. I actually have a couple of church members who say that they don't even trust the drop boxes. They walk directly into the municipal building in the Board of Elections office that is located on the fifth floor and they actually hand their ballots in there too. And that is an option for you. If you do need to vote at either an early voting site or your polling place, I want to make sure there are eight things you need to know before election day to protect your vote. First, Verify your registration status before you go to the polls. You will recall back in May, I did a show uh, telling you how to use the My Voter Page system. It's the MVP SOS as in Secretary of State. Uh, I did that show back on May 6th. If you need to hear about that, please go to my website that is janiceallenjackson.weebly.com. You can also Google Janice Allen Jackson and Associates LLC and it'll take you to my, my webpage. You can go in there and I'll go, I go through the whole explanation of how to get on my voter page, how to see your status. You can also check there if you have submitted an absentee ballot and you want to know if it has been received, you can go into that site and it will tell you when you requested your absentee ballot and when it came in. And yes, I did verify uh, my ballot was received, so I am good to go and very happy about that. Second thing you need to know before Election Day to protect your vote is to verify your polling location. The worst thing you can do, it's 5.30 p.m., uh, it's late, you think the polling place is one thing and it turns out to be another, uh, and then you're scrambling around trying to get to your polling place on time, please check, and you can do that at my voter page as well. You can see where your actual polling location is. Also, um, make sure that you've thought through your schedule about when you're going to be in town and have time to go. So Thursday may work for you. Tuesday may work for you, but please map that out. Next, bring your ID. Don't leave home without it because you may need to show your ID to vote. So you need some state issued document with your name, address, a utility bill, a government document, a paycheck. Um, bring any of those items to be safe just to make sure if there are any questions about your residency that you can answer those questions there on site. Number five, please remember that you have a right to request help from the poll workers. Poll workers are there to help you. I know many of the people who work at the polls, they enjoy doing that and they do it because they want people to be able to exercise their civic responsibilities. So if there are questions about how the machines work uh, or anything else, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to one of those poll workers. Each team has a lead person. So if the person that you speak to does not quite understand your question, please ask to speak to the lead poll worker there and he or she should be able to help you with your question. If they don't have the answers, they should be able to contact someone to get the answers. Six, 
you have a right. Please remember, you have a right to file a complaint if your rights have been violated. Let's hope that that has not will not happen. There have been very limited uh, examples of that in Richmond County because we do have a very well-trained and competent staff there under the leadership of Miss Lynn Bailey. Uh, they are one of the best voter registration and election offices in the state of Georgia, I can say without hesitation. Uh, but if there's anything that you think that you need to complain about, uh, you can get legal assistance. That phone number is 1-866-OUR-VOTE. Again, 1-866-OUR-VOTE. Seventh thing to remember is that you have a right to cast a provisional ballot if you are certain that you are a registered voter and they say that you are not, please verify that you're at your right polling place before you use a provisional ballot to ensure that your provisional ballot will be counted. And eighth, if you need a ride to the polls, there are organizations that exist to help you with that. Uh, one of those is the Greater Augusta's Interfaith Coalition. Their executive director was on with us just a couple of shows ago. Uh, his name is Reverend Christopher Johnson, and he talked to us on uh, last week. Actually, it was last week's show, the show that ran on December 23rd. Uh, he talked about the role of Great Augustus Interfaith in getting out the vote, as well as uh, letting you know that Interfaith provides rights to the polls. If you need to reserve a ride, the phone number is 706-707-9500. Again, to reserve a ride to the polls, either for advanced voting or for voting on the actual election day of January 5th, that phone number 706 707 9500. The Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition also has two key events coming up. I have announced a few weeks ago about a couple of food giveaways that uh, we have conducted. One of those was for Thanksgiving. We had another on Christmas week. We have our third and final food giveaway coming up on tomorrow. We are calling it the Collard Greens Caucus 2020. And if you ever heard of a Collard Greens Caucus, I haven't, but there's going to be one. So don't miss it. Uh, it is taking place at the Henry Brigham Community Center. The giveaway starts at 12 noon. We'll have collard greens and canned goods for about 400 families. We are also providing transportation, as I mentioned earlier, uh, for folks who need to vote. So if you need to vote, you can call that number again, 706-707-9500. Get uh, a seat, a, a ride to the polls, vote and pick up your collard greens and canned goods. We know that in the Southern tradition, collard greens represent money. So people always felt, and my mother was one of them who could be extremely traditional about this. So every year on New Year's Day, we would have collard greens for, to represent money. We would have black eyed peas to represent good luck. Uh, so this is your opportunity to come out and at least get the money part.
And while we can't guarantee you prosperity, I do believe we can make sure that you can partake of the traditional New Year's meal. Uh, nothing like some fresh vegetables. Uh, so come on out. If you haven't voted, uh, you can reserve that ride to the polls at 706-707-9500. You can cast your vote there at the Henry Brigham Community Center, and you can pick up your collard greens and canned goods. This event again, is brought to you by the Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition and Black Voters Matter. Another event that's also brought to you by those two organizations plus several others will take place on Saturday, January 2nd, 2021. Uh, this is entitled Voters Day 3. You know, we had uh, some of the other events. We referred to those as Voters Day 2 because they were opportunities to uh, register to vote, uh, secure or request absentee ballots. Uh, this time around, a little late for those things, but it is Voters Day from the standpoint of we're going to have uh, speakers, we're going to have rappers, dancers, singers. Uh, various people will be there to encourage all of us to get out and cast those ballots. And I will say that even if you have already voted, please come out and enjoy this day with us. We'll be at the James Brown Arena Plaza there on 7th Street. You know, the big parking lot is across 7th Street from the arena. There's a plaza right there in front of the arena. Uh, we're going to have, starting at 12 noon, uh, it'll be a recognition of the Emancipation Proclamation. And then we'll, from there, we'll talk about freedom uh, and what it means to be a free person, which means you need to participate in the electoral process. So we'll be talking about the electoral process, but there's also going to be a bunch of fun. This will be a celebratory type of event. Uh, as I said, there'll be musicians there. Uh, we're expecting some national guest recording artists. There's going to be a giveaway of a free television. There's going to be a giveaway of personal protective equipment. So uh, we want everybody there to wear a mask. We want you to practice social distancing. But if you don't have one or you need extra mask, this is the opportunity to come out and pick some up because we'll be giving away mask, hand sanitizer, and other uh, things to help you stay safe uh, while you learn more, participate, and enjoy the music. There will also be food, drinks, and ice cream. So I know everybody would have the day before had the black eyed peas and collard greens, but you can come out, grab some ice cream, um, listen to the speakers, watch the dancers, uh, just enjoy. That is going to be uh, a lengthy program. We start at noon, uh, then later on, up until five or six o'clock, uh, there will be various celebratory activities going on. So uh, we just encourage as many people as possible to come out. Uh, if you need additional details about those programs and you are on social media, uh, just go to Facebook. The Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition has a Facebook page. And there have been events created there. You can just go through those events uh, to learn all the specific details about the activities. And uh, we just look forward to seeing as many as possible uh, there in a safe uh, social distancing sort of manner. As I indicated, my guest today is Mr. Daniel Blackman. He is running for the Georgia Public Service Commission. Uh, I had his opponent on 
back on December 9th. His opponent is Mr. Lauren Bubba McDonald, incumbent on the Georgia Public Service Commission. Uh, also on December 9th gave an extensive explanation of what the Public Service Commission is. It is one of the most unknown facets of Georgia state government. So I reviewed that. If you need to go back to that to learn more about what you're uh, selecting someone to do in that role as a commissioner, uh, please go to my website, JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com uh, and take a look at that show. Uh, again, it was December 9th. I am so happy to have this afternoon, Mr. Daniel Blackman. He is a candidate for District 4 Georgia Public Service Commission. Uh, a couple of shows ago, I did an overview of what the Public Service Commission is and how they affect our lives. Uh, so today I'm going to give Mr. Blackman an opportunity to tell us a little bit about himself. Uh, tell me what it is that you want our voters in Georgia to know about you. First of all, thank you for having me on the show. I'm happy we were able to cross paths and make this thing happen. Uh, my name is Daniel Blackman. I am your Democratic nominee for the Public Service Commission. And look, I'm going to keep it simple. Georgia has the fifth highest electric rates in the U.S., the eighth highest utility rates. We're struggling across the state in, state, in rural areas and in urban areas with access to wireless broadband. 88% uh, of, our, of, our, of our prison population reaches a third grade level. And I believe all of your viewers, myself, and everyone that is, is, um, is a part of your audience would agree that we want less of our sons and daughters in, in prison. We want more of them to be able to be educated and have a, uh, an opportunity to compete. So the Public Service Commission not only sets utility rates, but it has a, a direct impact on the expansion of wireless broadband. And I feel that education and technology and infrastructure, if we're not preparing our children to participate in the workforce of the future, then look, we're, we're leaving them out of a conversation that they need to have to survive. So I'm here to help to work on lowering utility rates and expanding broadband in Georgia. And I, I, I'm so thankful for you having me on your show. And I'm so thankful that we were able to connect. I know with candidates running statewide is extremely difficult for you to try to hit all those locations that you want to hit. So I'm glad that you are uh, here today and uh, able to talk to our listeners. Yes, ma'am. So, um, so tell us where you live. Um, I know you ran for Public Service Commission uh, a few years ago. Uh, yep. tell, tell us just a little bit more about you. So I am uh, a son of immigrants. My mother and father are from Barbados. I grew up in Columbus, Georgia, where I was just privileged to have returned to Columbus with our vice president-elect Harris and both John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. Um, Calvin Smiley was there. I mean, it was just a beautiful day in Columbus, Sanford Bishop, so many folks that represented the past, the present, and the future. And so I was uh, honored to be on stage. I am an alum of Clark Atlanta University. Um, I've been very privileged to have been in Atlanta since 1997, and uh, since that time, I've grown my family. I've, I've built a very strong network in the social, um, civil and human rights area and the social justice area as well, and I'm just privileged to be a part of this conversation. I live in Forsyth County, Georgia. You mentioned that I ran before. Um, in 2016, I became the first African-American to run for office in Forsyth County, Georgia. I became the first Democrat to run there in 27 years. And I also was the chairman of the 7th Congressional District, where we have now elected my friend Carolyn Bordeaux to be the uh, 
the, the first Democrat in a long time to come out of the seventh district. So I'm just in a really good place. I'm excited about Georgia. I'm excited about our Senate runoffs and I'm excited about my race. I think we have a really good opportunity of those that are watching this show and those who support your work, get involved and, and remember the name Daniel Blackman for Public Service Commission. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, of all the things you've done in your public life, tell us what you are most proud of. Outside of my family, I would say, you know, traveling and being invited to the Vatican in 2015 and representing the United States um, as there are only three of us from the U.S. that were invited uh, to meet with 77 other countries and to have represented our country as, as a person of color um, to go and to understand the direct responsibility and the role the United States plays in the global climate crisis. I mean, you know, my background for those that don't know is I come from the family office and investment space. So I've always worked on criminal justice reform and eradicating human trafficking. I mean, those two areas, um, regardless of what I ever do, are gonna be areas that I completely focus on because I wanna be a part of, this, of solving those issues. But from a political standpoint in my career, representing the US, meeting with different faiths and denominations and you know leaders from around the world to, to help to mitigate the climate crisis has been probably one of my biggest achievement because um, if you're like my eldest son, um, you know our children in the United States have asthma in the black community three times the national rate. So when you when you understand the fight for clean air and clean water, um, I, I just would be remiss if I didn't say that I'm privileged to be in the position I'm in to fight on behalf of so many voiceless communities that have been underrepresented. All right. And uh, that is a privilege in and of itself. Uh, tell me if things go your way on January 5th. Uh, yes, ma'am. Voting has already begun, but uh, we may not know until late into night into the night on January 5th, who knows? It may be January 6th before we know. <laughs> uh, if it's a close race, it could very well boil down to that, you know, getting those provisional and absentee ballots uh, counted. Uh, but if you wake up on January 6th and you're the newest public service uh, commission member, tell me what's gonna be your first priority when you get there. My first priority is to call uh, Vice President, I mean, President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris uh, to call their team. So I've been in touch with and to remind them that Georgia needs energy assistance. This stimulus package is just not enough. Georgia ratepayers have been paying for a nuclear facility that's five years behind schedule and 14 billion over budget. We're paying 525 million for uh, a, a, a coal ash cleanup. We have the fifth highest electric rates and the eighth highest utility rates. Georgians need utility assistance. And I'm gonna be calling on our incoming leaders in this new uh, congressional delegation. I'm gonna be calling on, uh, hopefully, we'll be celebrating with both Reverend Raphael Warnock and Mr. Ossoff. And I'm going to be calling and mobilizing funds to come into Georgia to help make sure our most vulnerable families, and especially low and moderate income families, have the utility assistance they need to keep their lights on. All right. Very good. And um, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about you and your uh, interest in the Public Service Commission? You know, I'll end with this. Uh, many of us are looking forward to, to 2020 ending. Um, it's been hard for a lot of people, you know, and I want to acknowledge to all those who have lost family members or friends. We hear you. We see you. We understand. Um, and we want to make sure that we leave out this year stronger than it began. So what I want to leave everybody with is that COVID-19 has showed us how unprepared we are as a nation and how unprepared we are as a state. 
And I want you to know that you have someone that is going to take everything into consideration. 23 million Americans were facing eviction. Uh, 205 million Americans still face utility disconnection. I want y'all to know that I understand the issues in the community. Um, I've been in the community for a long time and I'm gonna continue to work regardless of the outcome on January 5th. You have an advocate, a fighter and a friend in Daniel Blackman when it comes to lowering utility rates, expanding broadband and fighting for clean air and clean water for everyone in our community, regardless of their socioeconomic status. So I wanna thank you, sister. For the opportunity. I want you all to remember the name Daniel Blackman on January 5th uh, for your next public service commissioner in the state of Georgia. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Daniel Blackman in his own words. If you would like to get more information about him, you can go to Daniel for Georgia, D-A-N-I-E-L-F-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-A dot com and there is his complete website you get a chance to uh, learn and study more about him as a candidate for the public service commission it feels like we have spent most of 2020 talking about elections particularly over the last few months well guess what there is another election coming up that will be on march 16th 2021 that will be for the richmond county splost eight So we'll have a few shows, I would imagine, um, just discussing the various aspects of the SPLOST referendum so that you can be familiar with what is there and make your decision, again, an informed decision about uh, whether you want to support that. Also want to remind you of another event coming up for those of our listeners who live in Burke County. The Augusta Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority will have a motorcade uh, in that county on Saturday, January 2nd. It will be happening at the same time as Voters Day 3 from Emancipation to Election Runoff uh, will be at the James Brown Arena Plaza. Um, So if you are in Burke County, please uh, watch that motorcade and then come on up to Richmond County for uh, our event. Uh, at the James Brown Arena Plaza. Like I said, it will be going on from noon until approximately 5 or 6 p.m. So there's plenty of opportunities to take advantage of the various things that are happening. Um, I also want to uh, just sort of reflect and think Uh, back on what has been an awesome nine months of my life, Uh, having started something I never dreamed ever that I would do a radio show and podcast. Um, So it has been an awesome experience for me. You all as an audience have been awesome. I want to keep bringing you uh, topics of interest, things that you need, things that you want to know. So please continue to reach out to me. Uh, Folks typically reach out to me either on my website. I've got a contact us page on my website. I also am on Facebook and people can send uh, messages to me via Facebook. Um, And I would just love Facebook Messenger. That is, I just love hearing from uh, you all so that I can provide content that is of interest to you. On next week's show, I'll get a chance to do another election analysis show. You all have figured out that's one of my favorite things to do uh, and one of uh, my more popular shows. So, again, if you go back and listen to old shows, just getting those recaps hopefully is entertaining and informative. Uh, Also, last reminder about voting on January 5th. 
Polls open at 7A. They close at 7P. Uh, for that one day we have remaining of advanced voting, polls open, Bell Auditorium, Henry Brigham Rec Center, Diamond Lakes, Warren Road Community Center, open 8.30 a.m., close at 6 p.m. Thanks so much for being a listener of the show. Tell all your friends, neighbors, associates about it. And I wish everyone a very, very Happy New Year and a blessed and successful 2021. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net because local matters.